Welcome to the Rediscovering Biblical Manhood podcast. We're growing men who fear the Lord, but do not fear our identity in Christ. The enemy is hard at work in our fallen world. So come on, join us in fighting for the restoration of men's hearts through the church, the word, and our risen Savior, Jesus. We are in the final episode of our series, Sticks and Stones, whereby we started talking about just our words. Then we talked about our words as an inner voice. And then last week, we were kind of around this concept of, are you being interesting or being interested? Yeah. In fact, we said as a task last week, okay, for the first three minutes when you're engaging with people, try to be interested. It was hard. It was really, really tough because my day moves so fast from thing to thing and conversation to conversation, but I literally violated it the very next morning. The whole, the whole podcast, I was doing something and my wife said something, I said something to her and man, it wasn't, wasn't good. Then she, she uh, sent me a Marco Polo a little bit later. She's like, aren't you trying to do this thing this week? That's a good story for your podcast because you blew it. <laughs> I was like, awesome. Yeah, thank you. And that's why I love you so much. Uh, I actually had the same thing happen with my wife where I was talking, talking, talking all about the stuff that happened in my day and got to the end and realized, oh my goodness, I just bulldozed as I walked in the room. Um, and on the flip side, I did try a little experiment with some strangers yesterday, whereby you know how people claim to be this introvert or extrovert person? Well, I noticed immediately that this person was pretty reserved in coming forward. And so I had a couple of key questions ready to go. Tell me something I don't know about you was one of them. And then um, tell me something you think we agree on was an interesting one because then they just unloaded um, and I just sat there and I was totally interested in what they had to say. That is a good one. Tell me something you think we agree on. Boy, that could be dangerous too. Yeah, <laughs> I like it's, it. a, it's a lit piece of dynamite. So as we roll into, and again, listeners, thanks for coming with us on this journey. Two dudes in a, in a booth just talking about Jesus. Um, Jay and I were just talking offline about what we think we should wrap it up on. And uh, we thought, well, why not, since we're talking about the word, the word is Jesus, why not we finish this series around speaking Jesus in all of our thoughts and, uh, and verbals? Yeah, we've really been centering on the power of spoken words, power of our thoughts, taking things captive, and the power to shape our lives. And we live in a world where a lot of the self-help in and out of the Christian faith is, you know, name it and claim it, uh, word of faith. I'm gonna, and, and, and we said in the first episode, those things work, even if you don't know anything about Jesus, because there's sort of a universal law. It's still here. God spoke the universe into existence. But getting things for yourself, most of what this is centered on is materialistic things. I'm going to speak a new car into existence or a new job into existence or a new home. or It's about getting, getting, getting. And it's kind of like a parlor trick when it's used that way. And it'll work to some extent for a lot of people for a period of time. But it's very, very difficult to maintain. And it doesn't drive maturity. It doesn't drive change in who you are. So we wanted to kind of end with, well, what was the whole point of this series? It's about the whole point of this podcast, actually, finding where your identity really is and finding contentment in that identity. And that identity for a believing man and believing woman should be rooted in Jesus Christ. So good. Jay, listeners, when you think about your day ahead, it's early for Jay and I right now. Jay, let me ask you a question. Do you have any chores you have to do at home today? 
Oh, I do. Got lots of home chores, all kinds give me, of things. Give me, give me two. Give me two. What are two chores you have to do at home? Well, it's fall in Georgia, so the leaves are falling everywhere. So I've got some yard work to do. I've got some work I didn't get completed this week. You know, I have the kind of job that... Uh, so I, I have to confess this. I'm sorry to confess this, but I got to confess this. I had no watch reality shows ever. The only one we really watch is uh, Special Forces. But, you know, I know I know reality shows are big. Well, we started watching this show called Farmer Wants a Wife. <laughs> anyway, interesting. It's like a really clean version of The Bachelor of like, anyway, it's pretty interesting. But I say all that to say, you know, work on a farm never ends. At some point, they just stop for mm -hmm. the day mm -hmm. and go to bed and then they start all over. It, it never ends. And one of the things I've realized about the kind of job I have is it just never ends. I could literally work all day long. And uh, so I'm learning to balance that. So I've got some work chores. That's a long way of saying that. Okay. <laughs> so we're, we're saying uh, not housework, yard work and work. So let's just take some time, Jay, right now and positively think about how they're going to get done for you. So just because you hope or if you think, oh, look, rainbows and unicorns are going to come and sweep the leaves out of my deck. They don't actually happen unless you do them. And I love that idea. And I work with my kids a lot on this idea of, yes, we must think positively, but not to the point where we don't get to do any work around um, actually making the thing come to, to existence, right? And so let's let's step into that when it comes to Jesus, because just because I think of Jesus and just because I'm in faith, Jay, does that mean that the thing that I want comes to existence? No, no. And I think the danger is sometimes yes. And then we think we have found some sort of secret. There's actually even a movie and a book called The Secret, you know, where you do this stuff. What's interesting to me is there's a passage in the Bible that says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And that is a very, very misinterpreted passage. And people think that's about, I can do anything I put my mind to as long as Christ is with me. But that's not really what the passage is about. The passage, and I'm going to read the full passage in a minute, it's about finding contentment in whatever situation you're in. It's, a, it's actually a, a passage about contentment, a little bit about endurance for sure, and a little bit about, yes, you can do things. But here's what the full passage says. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. So Paul is saying, hey, I know what it is to be broke. I know what it is to be rich. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, meaning I've got all I need or I, I don't have what I need. And he says, that secret is I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And so as I've been analyzing my thoughts as we've been going through this series and thinking about discontentment and analyzing my words that come out of my mouth, my big observation has been, it's all based on fear and insecurity that I'm not going to be okay, that I'm not going to be secure, that I'm not going to have enough. And it's, I'm not content. Like my job is intense and there's a lot of things going on there. So I fear, fear, fear. And, and I'm trying to speak this and that new existence. But the reality is I am not content with what I have. I am not content with my situation. I'm not content in this season, even if the storms are raging, because I'm not trusting that it's all going to work out for my good. But that's the whole story of the Bible is when we come to Christ, this whole power of words things is I'm comfortable and content because it is going to be okay for me. Even if I have cancer, even if the storms are raging around me, even if my kid is gone, even if I'm at work and my boss is just crushing me 
and I can't see a way out of this mess because the economy or whatever. What Paul is saying is, yeah, I don't stress in those situations. I take every thought captive. I take every word captive and I trust in him who gives me strength. We believe in the name of Jesus, right? We believe in Jesus. And I think what I took from there, Jay, is that any power that is kind of attributed to the name of Jesus originates in the person of Jesus himself, not in magically saying his name and thinking that something's going to come to life. I mean, we're three parts, right? We are spirit, soul, and body. And what you just said is a great encapsulation of when our spirit, when we allow our spirit to commune with the Holy Spirit, and Jesus can then flow through us, and he can be the North Star of our lives. The reason Paul finds contentment is exactly the exercise you gave us last week, Jiga, because every time Paul walks into a situation, and go back and read the life of Jesus, every time Jesus did this, he walked in and it didn't matter what was going on in his life, he immediately got interested in the other people. What's going on in your life? And how can we bring the power of the the work, the living God into your life. And so that's been the whole point of the series for me, which is everything we're experiencing is temporary, whether it's good or bad, whether we are just got a fat bonus check and we're feeling like we're going to be okay for the rest of our lives, which, you know, the next day you're going to be worried again, or whether we are facing debt and don't know how we're going to pay our bills. You know, when you've got the power of the Holy Spirit and you're being led by that and you're Mm. allowing Christ Mm. to live through you, you're cool because you're like, Paul's like, I ain't worried about it. It's going to be totally fine. Who can I get interested in today? How can I bring the power of God into their life? That is yes. ends up looks like, oh, wait, that's the whole deal. That's the larger story we're supposed to live in at all times. That's awesome. And I think you've just created for me what our next uh, series is going to be, but we'll leave that for next week. So Jay, if there's no magical power in the name of Jesus itself, like the actual letters and or by simply calling out the name Jesus, um, let, let's talk about when we do declare the name of Jesus, if we're talking about the idea of speaking still. When we do declare the name of Jesus, what is one area for you in the last week or one area or major theme for you in the last couple of months where you have been declaring the name of Jesus um, as you walk day by day? Yeah, an interesting teaching that has come to me. What's so what, what we've learned, Chica, is as we're going through these series— Suddenly, the Lord will start popping in things all over the place when we're when we're going through a topic. And over the last couple of weeks, some some material has come into my life, and some people that I trust have been talking all about, "Hey, you pray in Jesus' name all the time. You pray the blood of Jesus over every situation before you go into meetings, before you go into interactions." So the last couple of weeks, when I'm conscious of it, when I'm taking my thoughts captive, and this is something I was thinking about. My, my wife, my not my wife, my daughter and I were traveling yesterday to a. a she's a power lifter. We were going to one of her meets, and on one of the breaks, she said, "I wish junk food and technology had never been invented, because <laughs> it would be so much easier not to eat the junk food if it wasn't here." And I would like a little slower pace of life. I think we've been watching the Farmer series, and my kids are like, "Man, this is just a different pace of life the way they live." And I've noticed in my own life what blocks me from living this way. Well, I'm moving from Zoom to Zoom to Zoom to Zoom. So I was thinking last night, I got to put ten minute breaks between these meetings or I can use the pause app or, or pray for a minute. I got to recalibrate. We're not recalibrating, but if we can recalibrate, if we can find space to recalibrate in this modern age and bring Jesus into the next thing we're going to do, that to me is we can take every thought captive and bring him into every situation, regardless of what it is. I'm going to go in and get a haircut. If there's anybody you need me to talk to in there, Lord, or if there's anything going on, would you just go before me in there? I pray the blood of Jesus over that haircut place and what I'm going to encounter in there. 
that I'm taking, that's my big takeaway from this series is how can I live my life more intentionally hour by hour with Christ? Not in the morning when I wake up and I'm like, yes, I've got it. And, you know, I, I do good in the morning and then off to the races. And then at night I might remember, oh yeah, Jesus, I forgot. I, uh, sorry, I didn't I talk did. to you all day. <laughs> <laughs> Which has been such a cool theme of this podcast where I, I believe over the last like six or seven You've always come back to, well, I wonder what Jesus has to say about that. Yeah, which is, I think, what you're saying here too. It's, it's clear. And, and, you know, to trust that and to trust that as we place our requests in asking Jesus what he may do in that situation, in that situation, it reminds us of that. That's a mini prayer, right? It's a conversation. He's living with us. It's the Holy Spirit within us. So it, it brings me back to that verse, Jay, of John, where he says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. I think that's a dangerous passage, because yep. when lifted out of context, these are the things that get us off down the wrong passages, right? And John fifteen seven says, if you remain in me, and I remain in you, right? Then I will do whatever you ask, if you remain in me. Well, what does that actually look like? I think that's where the believers got to get tied up is, is my life actually in Christ? Because if I am, and we go back to what we were just talking about, and the Holy Spirit's guiding my life, and that's my North Star, then the things I'm going to ask for, the things I'm going to be thinking about, the things I'm going to be praying about are going to be in alignment with the larger story God has mm. written for me to play my role in. Mm. And that that is always challenging for me because... One click down from that is I'd really like a new car. I mean, it's a pretty short, it's a pretty short leap to get into the wrong space where I'm not saying you're not in Christ when you're asking for a new car. I'm just saying maybe. So every morning I go for a walk. Well, Jay, you usually come with me through a, a message or something on that walk, but I find that the, the the mornings that I do not walk and I do not spend that time in meditation with Jesus or listening to worship music or being reflective or being grateful my day skews a little and I don't find myself remaining in him or asking him as much because I haven't started that day with him, right? And so for me, having those routines are really important to remind me that I need to focus and point everything towards him so that when I do have those moments of relying in him through asking for him or declaring his name in something, I find that I'm, I'm more aligned than misaligned. And so where I'm going with this, Jay, is let's pretend now that we've got out of the way that we must be within faith before we ask for, right? What would be some areas key to you, key to a man rediscovering their biblical manhood, where we probably should declare Jesus' name? You know, I'm going to answer that question by saying my son's getting ready to go in the military, and I've been thinking about soldiers a little bit. And when, when you're in a war and you're on a battlefield, you're, you're all, you always on some level have to be on guard because a, a missile could come flying into your base at any moment or suddenly the alarms could go off oh or, or, or whatever. So, vis so visual, Jay. So right? Visual. And, and so I think one of the things we forget easily is we live in a world at war, and that war, the Bible says, we can't see. It's not of flesh and blood. It's spiritual and raging all around us. And to your point about well, if I get up and I don't go for that walk where I'm praying, essentially you're putting on the armor of God to start your day, you know, bam, I'm getting hit by little scud attacks all day long and I'm not ready for it because I didn't have my shield up. 
And that is, it's exhausting to think about that because we're like, what in the world all day long? So to answer your question, I think it's everything you walk into. And I don't mean for that to be all encompassing, but all day long, one of the things the Bible says about the enemy is he is, he is all day long probing the fence. He's looking for a foothold. And the Bible says you better have your head on a swivel because he's a roaring lion looking around ready to devour you, meaning just when you least expect it in that day, just when you least expect it, you're going to fire like a missile and try to get in. So I think we have, to, and, and this used to drive me nuts. Yeah, I think the listeners know that we are avid followers of John Eldridge and his ministry. And for years, he would say all the time, well, what does Jesus think about that? Well, we should stop and pray. Like he would do it in the moment. I'm like, man, who lives like this? Like, this is very disruptive. And it used to put me off. But in the last few years, I've really began to understand John Eldridge got this. He totally got it. And he's like, I literally am channeling the Holy Spirit all day long because any situation I walk into, anytime I turn a corner, kept the Lord with him all day in his mind. So there's the big ones where you're like, okay, I'm going home. I'm about to walk in the door. I should take a minute and pray. But even lower than that, to the point you were making, Chica, is I'm going in on a sales call. I'm about to get on a conference call. You haven't been with those people. You don't know what's going on with them. You don't know what's around the next corner. It's developing this life of continuous engagement. And and that's something we can talk about in the future. I'm still trying to figure that out. You know, I lose it all day long. I lose it and come back. I do find that I come back to it throughout the day far more often now than I used to. But like you, Chica, if I don't start the day, if I roll out of bed and grab my work phone. Oh, boy. So, and that happens more than I'd care to admit, you know, then yeah, what we've done is there's a little hole on the fence and the enemy's like, whoop, I can get in through there and grab a foothold today. And then, then what happens? Then you're going to have to go through the process of identifying him and getting him out, right? Things start going wrong. You start arguing with your wife a little bit. You're like, what's going on? Oh man, I gave the devil a foothold. Then I got to pray, bring the blood of Christ into this reset. And that's, it's exhausting, I think is why we don't do it. She got so much easier to just roll out of bed, grab the phone and just go to work. Listeners, let's just take a second to pause. All right, so Jay, just pause with me. Listeners, think about what we've talked about today and think about what Jay just covered. Where in your life right now would you like to speak and declare the name of Jesus? Where are the places of potential darkness? Where are the places of potential healing? Where and what do you need to ask Jesus to expose? And whatever just popped into your mind, I think is a great place that we, as we wrap up today's podcast and this series, can really level set and say that is the action for this week. Whether it be rolling out of bed or throughout the day, whatever just popped into your mind, that is the area that probably we need to really lean into Jesus this week and start to ask for his power in that situation so that we can be wise, so that we can be guarded, so that we can be armored up, um, so that any temptation or any peepholes, as Jake was talking about, are closed off, and that we definitely can empower Jesus to disempower the evil spirits and or work of the enemy in those areas. Man, that was wonderful pausing, just pausing while you were praying and talking. There's a wonderful app. We'll put it in our show notes. It's called the Pause app, and it's done by the Wild at Heart Ministry. And it has lots of great resources, but it literally has a one-minute pause. You can just click on it. Jesus, I give everyone everything to you. One minute, you could do that four or five times a day in between meetings. So we'll put it in the show notes. I highly encourage you to do what 
Mika just did and begin to develop a practice of pausing regularly, detaching in a loving way from the world for just a minute and turning it all over to Jesus. This is a good way to begin a practice of taking every thought captive. So I'm going to wrap us up, Chico. This has been a really interesting and educational series for me personally and a wonderful conversation. And as a reminder, that's all this podcast is. We're not theologians. We're guys conversing and we're just making it public. So if it's helpful, listen. If it's not, don't. But we we are glad to have you along this journey as we unpack our own faith and try to get better at this thing called life with Christ. So Lord, thank you for the opportunity to once a week come and talk about you with Chica and learn about you. We want to be the kind of men that you can really live your life through, that can impact our families and our workplaces for you, for generational change. Uh, We love you, Lord. We're grateful for your word. We're grateful, Christ, for your coming and for your coaching and for your guidance. And we just ask that you would continually remind us so we always are walking back to you. It's in your name that we pray. Amen.